What I mean to say in nutshell podcast is my own little snack size pod where we drop topics weekly on Mondays covering all of life's lifiest moments from parenting to relationships to dating to sex and to careers. We cover it all and I hope you'll tune in. Thanks so much. Let's get right into it. Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of What I Mean to Say and That Shall Podcast. I'm your host, Ria, and I'm happy to be here. Today, we are welcoming back to the pod my brother and friend, Rhett. He was here for episode 40 when we talked about all kinds of things, and we had some tef- technical dickno- I can't <laughs> dicknicalty. <laughs> I don't know, should I leave this in? No, whatever. Technical difficulty. <laughs> and today, hopefully that will not be a thing. Rhett is joining me in person, which is awesome. Um, Today we're talking about friendships, quality over quantity. And before we do anything, I just want to hop over to that meme. Um, The meme I chose today, excuse me, is a fun one. And it features Miss Betty White, RIP. And uh, it says, me, uh, when me and my best friend get old. And we've got Cloris Leachman saying, uh, You look nice. Who dressed you? The Great Depression? Followed by Betty's reply as, Wow, you look lovely, Helen. I'm so sorry I couldn't attend your funeral last year. (laughs) So funny, these ladies, right? Just the goat, that Betty White. We will miss her, most definitely. Um, Yeah, that's what we're talking about today. Friendships. Quality over quantity. What... What we need to keep in our circle that sort of moves us forward and inspires us and, and you know, keeps, keeps the crew close together. And whether it's quantity or quality that you're looking for, whatever floats your boat, whatever drives you, whatever makes you feel like you've got the best circle that's supporting you. And we're going to ask Brett some questions about how he's maintained his very close friendships over the years. So without further ado, please welcome to the pod, my brother and friend, Rhett. Hi, Rhett. Hi, Ria. Welcome back. Thanks for having me. I'm so happy you're here again. And thanks for bringing coffees. My pleasure. Appreciate it. Um, Okay, today we're talking about friendships. Yes. Quality over quantity Mm -hmm. or whatever feels right to you. What do you look for in a good friend? And maybe you could actually oh, have an example. <laughs> maybe you could have an example for some of your close friendships. I know you've got some tight, tight friendships that have spanned many decades. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I would, I would say at this stage of my life, I'm not really, I don't feel as open to new friendships. <laughs> I was thinking of that too. I feel it's, like I'm tapped out with my friends. Yeah, yeah. Which I mean, it's funny, but it's true. It's you know, I, it. You know, years ago, I noticed I was meeting more and more people in the industry that I was in, and it was very transient, and it was like, so you would meet new people every year, and it's hard to kind of, like, maintain those friendships, because they're more like acquaintances through work, mm-hmm. and then, um, but, you know, it would always come back to me. So when I think about my friendships, the the ones that are closest to me, it's it's really, like, quantity of years. You know, I think of like the the three or four really good friends that I have that I'm in Mm -hmm. contact with. It's because we've been friends for, you know, some of us 30, 35 years, Mm -hmm. which is a long time considering I'm, Mm -hmm. you know, only in my early 40s. So 
Um, you know, but there's, you know, it's those, when I think of those key groups, it's, or key people, it's those, um, it's those relationships that were formed in high school. Yeah. Um, I think that, well, my, this is just my own observation of my own friend groups, but I feel like women are more inclined to make new friends throughout life. Like new, like, mm-hmm. um, like with meaningful connection and yeah. friendships throughout yeah. life. And I find that with men that I know, they're not, they're more inclined to just have their core group from a really young age, mm-hmm. right? From like primary years even. <clears throat> and they don't feel like the need to just keep adding to their circle or branching out. And I, maybe it's more difficult for them to do, or maybe it's just, it's that familiarity of just who you know. And I'm like, I'm like that in the sense where I have some very close friends that I have known for going on 30 years mm-hmm. that I'm super tight with. But I can also say that I have some, like, I don't know, I have a big group. So it for sure is quality over quantity for me. There's like my core six I would say <laughs> that's why they're the, the core six and for me every relationship is so different and so like it has its own dynamic and because I appreciate one-on-one time with people so much more than being in a big group that my core six that I call them they're actually not each friends with each other mm-hmm. they all they mm-hmm. all are acquaintances of one another now mm-hmm. because we've done things together and that's just because I've organized things and I feel like if I care about these people as much as I do and know them how I do they will get get on fine and they do mm-hmm. some of them started like becoming like Facebook and Instagram friends and that kind of thing which is cool but for me my preference is to be able to just have that one-on-one time with them but it's there's never been an issue with bringing everybody together and I think that's really cool too but some of them have really only been in the last oh the last five years even a couple of them and it's just like I made a connection with those people right off the bat almost like a spark in a sense mm-hmm. like you kind of like mm-hmm. and then you just know that 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 person is they're bringing something else to your world that you're mm-hmm. like yep you're gonna be an important human in my life and then it just seems easy but I also am very like hesitant in a way too it's like when sometimes when people are like gonna have gatherings and I'm like I don't want to get I don't really want to meet other people's friends because I'm like, but what if I really like them? I want to be their friends. Do I have time for more friends? <laughs> it's kind of like even the dating world too. It's mm-hmm, like when you go on a few dates with a guy and you're like, you're a good, you seem like a good guy, but you know, I'm not feeling, feeling that romantic connection. Oh, we can be friends. I'm immediately, no. <laughs> I'm immediately. I've got enough. I can't. <laughs> I'm immediately hard stop. No, full stop. It's like, um, if I'm going to bring more friends in, it's, they're going to be female friends. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need yeah. a new friend. Yeah. That's the guy. Like, on, that's just me though. I know people are all open to, to all friendships and, and connections. But if I even remotely am interested in dating someone, but they want a friend zone it, I'm like, no, I'm good. Thanks though. I feel like that's just <laughs> within dating too. That's, and I have no idea because I'm so <laughs> out of the game, but I would, I would imagine that's probably more like a pleasantry, right? It's like, nobody wants to say, yeah. well, let's just be acquaintances. Right. right. It's you say let's be friends and it's like, well, w- you're not a friend like my friends are friends. Yeah. I might talk to you once every month. I might see you randomly and have a chit-chat with you in the grocery store or something yeah. along those lines. But I'm not specifically not- making plans to see you because we shared a bond over a coffee or drink yeah. or something like that. It's not the yeah. same thing, right? But you're right. True. It's like when you talk about um when you talk about like women being more open to 
relationships as they get new relationships, mm-hmm. I, I would see that as well. I mean, I, I look at my wife and kind of the, the relationships that she's um, formed in the last few years. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we, we kind of took ourselves out of our somewhat of our friend group and moved early and where we had to make some new friends. And it the difference there is like she made some friends that are really, um, and not very many of them, maybe two, I was one or two that she's really, really close with and mm-hmm. really tight with. But yep. she's able to, recognize who those people are based on what her own values are and that's kind of where it goes right because when you're in high school i mean i think of i've always had this idea in my head like you know i'll i won't see my good high school buddies for a couple years and then when i see them granted we've all changed we've all aged i have this like thing in my head that just takes them back they look the same to me they look like they're 16, 14, 15, 16, 17 years old. Yeah. It's because still laugh like that. Yeah. Well, we definitely, <laughs> I mean, God, we act like that until the next morning and then yeah. it's just like, oh my gosh. And then you're but, like, well, we're 40 again. But it's, but physically, like, I don't see the, I don't see the, and I'm not, not like the flaws or them or the blemishes or mm-hmm. the aging, you know, I don't see it the same way. I see them still as like these people that I know from my core, from when I first formed these relationships mm-hmm. and it's hard for me to see them. It's not hard for me to see them. I just don't see them grow the same way. I have to look at them specifically for a while mm-hmm. and be like, what is, what is it? Yeah. But you know, for, for me, it's really about when I get back in touch with these people and if we reach out you know, once a week or once every couple of weeks, the, um, the ability to just kind of fall back into what is very comfortable for us. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I thought about a lot when we were, when you'd kind of like asked to come back on the pod and, and gave me like the topic of what we're going to talk about. It's like that sort of comfort. And I feel like that's something that's very, um, it's, it's, I don't know if the word is familiar or if it's just like more comfortable for yeah. men is to just be in that comfort and with mm-hmm. they are as opposed to, you know, I think of some of the people that I've met in our community mm-hmm. and, you know, they're, I would, I would only give them acquaintances, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. to give them a friend, like I'm not, you know, there's, they're all work relationships for the most part, mm-hmm. right? They're, um, and they do fall outside of work, mm-hmm. but I would, I think of each and every one of these people because Again, thinking about the pod today, it was like, if I didn't work with mm-hmm. these people, mm-hmm. would we be friends? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And you, I think you know that you've made a shift into an actual friendship when you no longer think, like, this is my coworker, mm-hmm. so-and-so. Mm-hmm. This is my friend. And that's why I'm with my good friend, Jessica, because mm-hmm. we met at work. Yeah. We, are, we were work friends first, but there was also acquaintance history there. Okay. Because our kids went to school together many many years ago and I knew kind of like I recognized her I knew of her but we were not friends mm-hmm. <clears throat> we were friendly but we weren't friends and then when we started to work together then she was a colleague and a co-worker and like that but then then I just there was a connection there that I was like oh you, like you're a you're somebody that I get and somebody mm-hmm. who gets me like we are definitely really really tight that way and now I sometimes forget that we work together <laughs> and not just because we've been working from home for two years and not actually yeah. in the same office together, <laughs> yeah. but there are definitely moments where I'm like, Oh yeah, we, we do work together. <laughs> we work at the same place and I forget all the time. But, so that's when for me having a close friend that is, she's developed into this close friend just in the last like three and a half years since I switched jobs. It's kind of nice. Yeah. You know, like it's nice that, um, 
I didn't plan on making new new great, great friends at this age and it's like it's kind of still happening but only if you let it yeah oh, <laughs> because there's other people that I've met and you're like yeah I think you're awesome but I don't know and even my good friend Alicia who I've had on the pod twice now I literally only met her two years ago yeah and same thing like the day I met her I was just like oh she's like she seems like a, she could be a great, great great friend and somebody I can definitely like lean on and that's that's proven and for both for each of us she's a good person so I feel very lucky with the friendships that I've formed here and and I actually when I moved here to Saskatoon 20 years ago by mm-hmm. the way I got a second part-time job because I had didn't have any friends <laughs> I moved here I only knew my at the time boyfriend and I knew nobody else, and I was, like, desperate for some friendships. Mm -hmm. My two closest friends had both moved out of province, and uh, and then I left the city that I basically grew up in, so I was, like, feeling like a fish out of water, and I decided to go get a bartending job and started making friends there. And it's ironic, not ironic, but it's funny that I'm not close close with the people I met there, Mm -hmm. but I'm still close with people that I met as a branch off from sure. those friendships. And while those people that I met there did become friends, or I at least considered them friends at the time, now I would say acquaintances, like I probably follow the handful of them on Facebook and that kind of thing. But yeah. it's just interesting how you start to like, you know, and I think actually once I had my kids and started making mummy friends, yeah. that's where <laughs> that's where things started happening, right? That's yeah. when you're like, oh, yeah. <clears throat> well, this is an interesting like conversation about like where do you how do you make friends, mm-hmm. right? When you think about it, like I think if you were to talk to a lot of people, not maybe not everybody, but a lot of people would probably be like, you know, our age or even a little bit younger, a little bit older. Where are your where are your core group of friends? And mm-hmm. a lot of them are going to be like, um, well, I've got two or three really good friends from high school. Yeah, right. So there's your first institution where you met some people. Right? That's right. Okay. And then it's like. Okay, and then where? And I mean, your your thing is specific to like, I needed friends. Where did I go? I went and got a job. I went and got a job because <laughs> I wanted to make my, well, I knew it was going to be in the evenings. Yeah. But I was like, well, I don't want to just be, what am I going to, how am I going to do that? Like, am I going to join a club? Am I going to, like, I honestly, I didn't Why know what not? to do. For well, sure. I mean, now I would, yes, 100% now I would. But at the time I was like, it's like how you're taking dance class, right? That's like, right. Had it not been, I think, uh, canceled, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but, but not, you might. You, <laughs> and again, I know that you'll go back, but you yes. you probably make some good friends there. But this is the thing that we 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 never know what kind of friendships we're gonna make. No, right? No, but, but these are these institutions like, where we find these friends yeah. because this is all we know. It's school, and then it's work, and then you know, it, yeah, it might be an activity. Or, exactly. Yeah, for say sure. Team sport and some kind of activity that you join. That's how you have to or, find friends because you can't just walk up to someone. So I would suggest <laughs> if there's like exactly because that's weird and that doesn't usually pan out. Not that I tried that, but. Um, it, for somebody who is maybe just like starting out in a new city, regardless of how old you are, I I would hundred percent be like volunteer somewhere, Mm. join a group of some kind, Mm -hmm. like join, whether it's a, who knows, a book club. Well, it's going to be of your interest. Of your own interest. Right. Because if you're not, if you're not doing something that interests you, then you're just doing something to find friends and you're not bringing your authentic self to it. Right. And then that, whoever you're meeting in that situation is not going to get your authentic self. And then you're then you're getting a fake you and a fake friends and yeah. fake all that other stuff, yeah. right? So Exactly. Um, yeah, so I decided, well, I'll get a job because yeah. then I can meet people. But not only was I meeting staff, I was also meeting 
customers. Customers, because sure. I was bartending, yeah. making a little extra money. Yeah, of course. And it's I, a win -win. It, it worked out wonderfully, actually. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that was that was just that, that felt like the, the go-to for me to be able to meet people, and, and it worked. Yeah, that's good. I can't imagine where I'd be without having done that. Mm -hmm. Like I. I mean, I was, that was only within a couple of months of moving up. And I was like, I am lonely. I need, to, <laughs> I need some new girlfriends. I need some new friends. Sure. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I would think when you get back to the, when you oh. get back to one of the first questions that we mm -hmm. kind of glanced over real quick was like, what, what is a good friend or what, for me, what's in, you know, a, for a good friendship? Um, mm -hmm. You know, it, it's different. I mean, my best friend is by far my wife. Um, mm -hmm. there's, there's no question about it. My daughter asks me on a regular basis, who's your best friend? And I'll always answer mom. Mm -hmm. And then she'll, she'll, she'll have to put some parameters around it. Like yeah. who's your best friend, not in the family that, oh, you yeah. know, all these sorts of things. Yeah. And eventually I'll get to, you know, some of the friends that she knows, of course, cause they're her quote unquote uncles and, and, mm -hmm. um, but when I think about it, it's like, it's very different. Mm -hmm. I mean, when I think of my best friend, who's my partner, the, the values that I have as our friendship are like communication and honesty. I don't have the same necessary, the same values for that as my guy relationships. I mean, I right. would like them, you know, it's nice to communicate with them, but it's surfacey. You know, I'm not yeah. looking for the same level of communication um, as I am with my partner and my best uh -huh. friend, but like, but I really need like, you know, humor, right? I yeah, mean, that's a big one for Right, me. we're both very, well, yeah. we think we're, I mean, I think I'm funny. I know that you're funny. Look at that blue jay right there. That is wild. What is, for real? Oh, sorry. Are you trying to get my dog to go bananas? Oh, that, that, was, that was cool. Oh, um, Blue Jay out the window. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so it's sense like... Of humor is a the sense of humor is absolutely... Because we've got to be able to, like, have some lightness to it. But mm -hmm. of when I think about those relationships and where they've gone, it's only been in myself doing, you know, a little bit of work and a little mm -hmm. bit of the journey and the path that I've on, mm -hmm. but also recognizing the, the, the path that, that these other, you know, friends of mine are on as well and, and, mm -hmm. and seeing where they're going. And then it's been opening up the relationship to, to new things and it, mm -hmm. other than just like, you know, going to the bar, getting drunk, hitting on girls or, mm -hmm. you know, whatever that looked like, or, you know, finding another excuse to, to do mm -hmm. something. But it was like, yeah, you know, now we share these commonalities around, family and relationships mm -hmm. and kids and life and you know work and all those sorts of things that that we can all um relate to each other yeah. on too yeah, yeah it's just important for sure i know for me that sense of humor is a big one but <clears throat> when i sort of like scan through my friendships um or my my closest friendships um <laughs> I, I actually might be the funny one. <laughs> Which is, I'm sure you are. I, I well, not to like to my own horn, but I would say that I one friend who is like she, she's like she brings out like the inappropriate humor in my life. Sure. I'm sure you know who that is. But <laughs> it's like, and I and it's that's just our norm. That is just our normal banter, and it's probably shouldn't be heard outside of the two of us. But that's just always been our dynamic, and for us. That's familiar. That's comfortable. Mm. She's also the first person that's gonna have my back on something, mm. right? So, it, and and she, I can be the most serious with her and the mm. most ridiculous mm. with her. And but then I have got like another another friend, my very close friend, friend Jody, who is like fiercely protective. Like, 
I, if I had to go with her or anything, she's like, who is it? Who do we need to go? Who are we taking down? Who are like, you know, there, there's, and it's again, like with that sort of like the, in terms of like quantity of years, we've got that behind us. Mm -hmm. But it's also one of those friendships, like I don't talk to you every week. I don't yeah. talk to you sometimes every month. Mm -hmm. But if I came with something and she's just be like, okay, what are we doing? Like, how, what do you need from me? Like, I'm, yeah. I'm there. What's So that's that quality of friendship. And then I've got, other friends who are, are just like, they're just willing to listen, you know? And yeah. if I need to ask, if I'm asking for her opinion, then they'll offer it or they'll just be like, I'll just, I'll just listen and whatever you need. And I, I like, like to think that I'm there, that person for them as well. Many of them. So yeah, that's what's important to me in a friendship is knowing that someone's going to have your back. Mm-hmm that they're still going to respect your decision either way and still support you either way. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and that those two are, are big ones. And Lord knows my friends have been through <laughs> a few things with me. Like, oh. but they don't, we don't judge, right? Yeah. You just don't judge. You just. Yeah, you're right. The <clears throat> support, support is huge. And I think that's mm -hmm. why we, we generally anchor back to people that, that are in our lives because they've either supported us through something, um, or, um, or we know that we can, we feel comfortable enough with them that if we do get into a situation where we need support that mm -hmm. we know that they're going to be there for us. Mm -hmm. And again, I think of one relationship in particular that I'm at that's like, and it's funny because we were, my wife and I were just talking about this and it's just like, we never know with this person in particular, like they're so they are very caring and they're very, that person is very sweet and they're very caring, but they're also a little bit sarcastic and they're a okay, little yep. bit dry Gotcha. that you don't know whether it's like, you know, like good for you, you know, <laughs> sort of like that reassurance, that support that you get good. That's what you're going to do. Good for you. You don't know if that's like, does he really mean good for me or are they like, or they give me the gears because they think this is a ridic ridiculous idea, right? So, oh, yeah, that's funny. Um, but, but I appreciate that. I like that because I know there's comfort in knowing mm -hmm. what that person's going to give me. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, that's true. Did you ever think that there might have been a time that you and I would not be friends? As, well, I think as we, siblings? I, I think we... <laughs> I think we covered this in the last one, right? We but, did I mean, talk about that, but we can touch on that again. Yeah, of course we can. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I would say growing up, I would have never thought that our relationship could be what it is now. Yeah. Right? I would agree. The, the back then, probably when we were, I mean, again, when you think about our family, two girls, two boys, the boys being the youngest, the girls being the oldest... I mean, we had our play friends. We, if we mm -hmm. didn't have friends, we had our play person. Mm -hmm. You and Alyssa, me and Quinn. And yep, we rarely would we intermingle those. I mean, especially one because, I mean, kind of the difference in age. The girls mm -hmm. are closer, the boys are closer, and that kind of made sense. Yeah. Um, but again, when, when we were growing up, it was never like... I wouldn't say either you or Alyssa were even a consideration of like outside of being... Family. Family or yeah. siblings being like friends, you right. know, being able to share. But it, at, that's at that same time, I was never, up until I was probably in my 
30s, mm-hmm. I never thought that I would have deep, meaningful relationships, period. You like, know, like, like... At all or with your siblings? At all. With, yeah, no, at all, really. Okay. Like, they always they always seem fairly... When I look back at it now, yeah. perspective, right? Or, or, you know, it's, it's all... It, when I look at it now, I don't think that there was... I never thought there would be the the growth mm-hmm. or the depth of conversation that I can have with yourself or um, even like I think sometimes I think mom and dad mm-hmm. or, yeah, um, totally. you know, like my partner in particular <clears throat> um, or even and now some of the friends that I've had for, for 15 or 20 years, you know, mm-hmm. like, um, but it's only over that course of time and understanding their support and that comfort mm-hmm. with all of those people that I'm able to get to those. And again, where I'm at, I, I'm, I feel like I'm pretty much an open book, right? Whatever you mm-hmm. want to, whatever, if you're, if you're willing to get into it, let's go. I'm yeah. ready. Yeah. Um, totally. not everybody's there and mm-hmm. that's okay, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm willing to go there and sometimes I'm willing to go there regardless of whether you are or not. Yeah. Not exactly. you. <laughs> not but well, sometimes person. though, sometimes though. And actually <laughs> yes. I, I appreciate yes. that of you because you don't just um, like brush things under the rug, like in that moment. Mm. Whereas a lot of people will do that, mm. and you don't really shy away from that, which to me is sort of like part of the cracking open of a relationship. Mm. When you're able to say to the person, "Well, wait, hold on a second. Like, <laughs> what do you? What did you mean by that? Or like, yeah. do are we going to talk about this? Mm. Because you can you can sense that shift in yeah. like when something becomes awkward or something becomes uncomfortable. Sure. Most people are just like sort of a re- retreat, yeah. right? Yeah. Back to your corners. Yeah. But then you don't really let it sit like that. And we, I mean, we were all together for as siblings at Christmas time. I don't even remember what the, we were talking about, but th- there were a couple moments where yeah. that that energy yeah. happens. Yeah. And it can go one or two ways. Mm-hmm. And you are more likely to address it in the moment. Mm. And that is that to me shows that you care mm-hmm. <laughs> that this is not just going to um sort of like blow over mm-hmm. or that you it's cuz it means something to you that we don't have that people don't have like a a um like a heavy energy or a heavy what's what am i trying to say like um and not, and it can sit like that for a little bit but because it's all right to be uncomfortable in those kind of situations at times, but you don't ever really let it go too long. Mm-mm. And I do appreciate that because um, at some point it's going to need to be brought up either way, mm-hmm. whatever the topic may be, whatever the situation was, mm-hmm. it's almost better to do it in that moment because then things haven't had time to fester and things, other things uh, that just like add to it that necessarily aren't, even they're not even pertinent to that, mm. to that issue, but other things start coming in that you're maybe like have hung on to. Mm. So I, I do like that. If, so, if there's a problem, let's talk about it right now. Yeah. Or let's at least address that it needs to be talked about. Mm. If you need some time to process still, I'll give you your space, mm. but we're going to circle back yeah. to this Yeah. and then make sure that somebody does Yeah. make a point of circling it back and bringing it back up again. I think to me, that is a, that is a sign of a person who appreciates meaningful connections and friendships well thank you yeah i think i mean i i know what you're i know what you're i think i know what you're alluding to anyway but um it's 
You're willing to make it uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're willing to make almost too almost too willing. You're willing to make everyone uncomfortable. <laughs> everyone sweating? Okay, yeah. good, good. Good. Now let's talk. No, but it's you're exactly you're, you're you right though. It it's but it's taken me a long time because I I remember I've always been like this. It's a bit um I can't remember I can't think of the word right now, but it's like I'm always looking for a little bit of like controversy or or like pushing mm. pushing the the envelope um because um one i mean there's a lot of things the first one is like i in my younger years i always wanted to be right right like this idea of like i don't need to i don't need to be right but i need to prove you wrong so when we start having a conversation it's all about like um okay well where have you have you thought about it x y and z and it's taken me a long time to get to this like this place of removing some emotion from it because that's what I think you're you're getting to is like when we get into these things if we let them sit too long our brains unfortunately as humans they will spin and they will take us to a place that pulls back old memories that aren't really relevant and they will then they will circle them into this whole other thing mm-hmm. and um but again I feel like you know I I know that there's times I mean my biggest triggers in life are generally my wife mm-hmm. and my family. Yeah. Right? Nobody else yeah. pushes me because I don't have the same relationship with anybody. <clears throat> not even mm-hmm. like my friends don't like cuz I know it's we can just like mm-hmm. it's nothing, right? Yeah. They, we don't have the same core um memories and core values that so when somebody says something and I can be the same way, I can mm-hmm. trigger them just as much as anybody else. Mm-hmm. So when I walk into these situations, like, um, you know, and I, I, I do counseling on a, on a regular basis mm-hmm. and, you know, walking into those situations like our Christmas vacation with our siblings, you know, mm-hmm. my, my counselor and I had a lot of conversations about this is going to be a trigger. How are you going to approach these Mm-hmm. You know, like something is going to be said. Yeah, totally. Something's get, or not even a behavior is going to happen. Totally. How are you going to handle that? Right. You've got choices in yeah. that. I do specifically, so yeah. I can I can go through it. And <clears throat> one of the things that I one of the best things is because I recognized when some of those triggers were happening when we were all together. But mm-hmm. one of the things that helped me it was really beneficial for me was after the trip you always do a little bit of decompressing yeah and so Definitely. i was talking with my wife and and we weren't even really even talking about anything she just said i i just think you did a really good job because mm-hmm. we've been in these situations with our family mm-hmm. and i'm i react i know that sure. i have a reactive um so it's like i didn't react this mm-hmm. year I mean, I said I mm-hmm. said a couple of things that probably triggered some other people that mm-hmm. then caused them to react. Mm-hmm. Which again, I can't do anything about that. But I can be. I was always mm-hmm. open to continuing the conversation, whether right. they wanted to or not. Was, um, but even even in our when you're talking specifically, you and I spent a very nice couple of days where we went and saw um, a, a hockey game, mm-hmm. and but that was a lot because you and I were in a car for six plus hours together on the way there and six plus hours on the way back. Yeah, we don't have any problem talking. No, but some of the th- stuff that comes up can be like a little bit. It can bring some friction, mm-hmm. and I know what you're talking about because mm-hmm. there are some times when well, there's I was only like, one time that I was going to pull over and say you're going to have to get out, <laughs> get yeah. yourself another ride. Yeah. the rest of the way. Good well, when you're to talking you. about like we're you, in Vegreville, you said you, <laughs> you've seen exactly. the giant egg. Get your ass home. <laughs> the Pasanka. Now we've got the picture of the, the Pasanka. Pasanka. You're right. living here now. <laughs> um, but you're right, and it was like you wouldn't even get out of the car for a picture. 
It was cold. I, I know you did. <laughs> I know you did. I didn't even want to see it that bad. Anyway, I digress. No, I'm sorry, I didn't. No, but but you're right. Like we're, when, you off track. we were we were in that we were in that and we were talking about some stuff that was going on in your life and yeah. I just said something about like let's look at this from this point of view or yeah. something like that or let's have this perspective on mm-hmm. it and you could tell that that mm-hmm. there was that shift yeah. in you and I was like For sure. you want to talk about well, that? We're stuck in a car, so we're like fuck. Yeah. Never have the conversation. Yeah. And I think I said mm-hmm. I don't really want to talk about this. Mm-hmm. But I also knew that I needed to talk about this. Oh, <laughs> I knew that as well. Like, I knew that deep down. I was just, maybe I was waiting for someone to call me out. Or maybe I was, like, and I always know, like, you know, some people are like, oh, they're coming from a place of love. And I mean, I've had situations where I'm like, that's bullshit. <laughs> they're being an asshole. Yeah. But I generally know that of you. And yeah. I know that you're not going to be like, oh, she's, <laughs> that poor girl doesn't have a clue. But because you always like help me through those things, and I do feel so much better mm. after having those conversations. But I'm not always going to be the one to mm. initiate it. Mm. And I was just going to touch about how you. <clears throat> I know that you uh, have two active, <clears throat> excuse me, counseling and and therapy, I guess, and and having those conversations prior to knowing that our family was all going to be together for Christmas. I really commend you on that, and I think it's interesting. I don't think it's interesting that you had to bring that up before Christmas. I think that that's smart, actually, because mm. it's like setting yourself up for success, knowing that we're bringing a lot of different personalities, 100%. opinions, and, like energies and dynamics. And yeah, it's, it's, it's more often than not that there's going to be a, a rift, whether it's dealt with there or not, mm. or whether it's going to be carried on until mm-hmm. the next, till next Thanksgiving or yeah. whatever yeah. is entirely up to us. But I like that there was some forethought put into that because I mean... I'm at that place too where I like I thought about things and I kind of see it as like, is this gonna be a hill for me to die on? Like, mm-hmm. am I gonna like is and there's lots of like, there's lots of like side conversations that happen too and I think it's it's really good that we can do that. But at no point and I can't speak for you, but at no point for me does it make me feel like, well that's it, I, that's the yeah. last family gathering I'm having. Like, <laughs> no. forget that. But no. I know that there was a time when I was like, oh yeah. Oh, for like, sure. Kind of dreading it at, at, at times yeah. for many other reasons. And yeah. The listeners are like, oh, what's happening? Family saga. It's not like that. It's because it's, we're just a family. It's, yeah. It's happening with every single every family. Every single family. But if you have, I didn't have family, like, like gathering anxiety at all, that trip. No. And I, I have no, me before neither. Yeah. in the past. Mm-hmm. And uh, our mom is listening right now going, is it because I wasn't there? <laughs> Yes, yes, yeah, Crane. It's actually why. I was going to say the same thing. It's because your dad and I weren't there, isn't it? Yeah. Only, only slightly. Only slightly. <laughs> Just kidding. Well, it's your, here's well, the thing. Like, you've talked about it. We, the, and, and we do have, we have some big personalities in our family. Mm-hmm. And three in particular that don't shy away. And right. that's myself, yep. our mom, yep. and our oldest sister. Correct. And then the the other three of you guys yeah. just kind of I'm like, them. flight, flight, I choose flight. <laughs> yeah, we got someone else who's choosing freeze. We've got another yeah. one. And, and I mean, and yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's very it's very interesting, but it's... I'm getting better at not flighting, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. Because but, I catch myself in the moment. But yes, I, but, I fully know that I'm like... But there's only a few flight. of us that are aware of what we're walking into, right? I mean, mom, and I love her dearly. And she's got so much knowledge, but she doesn't recognize what is happening in the moment. 
She mm. thinks about a family get-together as this is the best thing for our family. Everyone's going to be together. And that is the good part. Mm-hmm. But we're also together. The that- best the <laughs> best thing about our our last Christmas trip with all of us together is that we all had our own places to retreat. Oh, yeah. That was one of the best things. And it's yeah. not like, oh, God, I'm away from these people. But what I love, this is what I took away. And I remember t- actually telling a couple of friends. They're like, how was it? Was it so great? I'm like, it was amazing. And at one point one day, I just wanted to... to like get away mm-hmm. I mean it wasn't getting a, walking away from anything mm-hmm. I was just like I needed a little space mm-hmm. I went back to my little area I think I even had a nap I don't even know I think I read my book <clears throat> and I came back and not one person was like where you been mm-hmm. where you been you've missed the, like not one time and you've missed you've missed out on I'm like I, I actually didn't miss out <laughs> anything on. I was enjoying my book and my uh, music I think I was listening to it doesn't matter what I was yeah. doing the fact that I was taking that time for myself and not one at one point, did I feel like, oh, I really should be with everybody. Mm-hmm. We should all be in the exact same room right now, mm-hmm. planning our next move. Yeah, strategically. No, no, <laughs> and I think no. that was because then you got away. yeah, then you got expectations. My, and then my boys had said that too. Ro, Ro specifically, I know he was just like, I like that I can just like go off for a walk, mm-hmm. and like no one's getting all like, well, where's Rowan? He needs to be back here. He needs to be doing anything. Like he, we need to do that. We need to mm-hmm. still have our space and know oh, that absolutely. we're gonna have our some meals together and even if we sit out on a meal big deal right it's not the end of the world like mm-hmm. we're still the objective is met that we're having some family time mm-hmm. I think everybody had a really great time I know that I can speaking for myself and my kids we sure did and then I got some time with just my kids too mm-hmm. I thought it was great yeah yeah I would agree <clears throat> I mean no free ads but that place was <laughs> that place was awesome like it was just it was just so it worked out really really nicely mm-hmm. and I, I would get back to like what I was saying is mm-hmm. like it's not like it's not like um, every other one has been bad. It's just there's someone's someone's got an expectation. Yeah. And the second you've got an expectation, you're bound to let somebody else down. Yeah. And that's expectation just, sets up disappointment. Yeah. You know, it's just it's just too bad that that's got to happen. And it's yeah. this idea like this. You know, you know. I don't know where we get it from. I want to blame society and Disney movies and all that other stuff about mm-hmm. how a family is supposed to come together. Yeah. When they are not together on certain occasions, Thanksgiving, Christmas, birthdays, anniversaries, big things like that, that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. But it's not realistic. I mean, mm-hmm. you need to be able to come in just like you you go anywhere, right? Mm-hmm. Like however you feel most comfortable to do that. That's how it should be. And, yeah. and if you come in with any sort of other... So when you're talking about... I was talking to my counselor about this. You know, one of the things that she's like, which I don't really know how to take this... And I think you would agree with it. It's like, she always talks about this awareness. You know, I've got this awareness. Well, I, yeah, I do have this awareness. And I would agree with her, but I don't always do anything with it. <laughs> this yeah. problem, the part, part of the problem is that <laughs> I've got this awareness, but I it then doesn't always set me up for success. It kind of kicks me in the butt because it's, I'm aware that this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then I still let it happen. Mm-hmm. Or I find myself in a situation or a behavior or a thought process mm-hmm. or something where I still get stuck um, doing what I've always done. And that's, yeah. you know, it's a, it's a work in progress as everything is, but it's like mm-hmm. the awareness is the first thing that if you're walking into a family relationship or, or a family function, um, if you're, if you're thinking that this is going to be so wonderful and so perfect that everyone's together, mm-hmm. you've already set yourself up to fail. Yeah. And you kind of have to, it's worth evaluating prior to whatever the, you know, event it might be 
<clears throat> sitting with yourself and even if you feel comfortable enough speaking with someone like maybe in the case of I know that mom likes to put a lot of um she's a planner mm. and so she likes mm. to like uh, wants everyone to like be having the best time mm. essentially right and it's worth having that conversation saying like reality versus expectation versus reality mm. and like laying that out really sort of clearly like you so, and I would say to her you can expect that my oldest son is going to be on his phone mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or he's going to be on his laptop mm-hmm. and you can expect that we can put some boundaries around it because I'd want him to be participating in that mm-hmm. <clears throat> that's a specific example and I know Ron would be okay with me saying that mm-hmm. and so we can put boundaries on it where it's like I can tell you when, the last time we all visited in Canmore I said I know your expectation is that we hike and we do this and we have lots of things going on in the day. I said, but the reality is you're not going to see my kids before noon. Yeah. They're teenagers. Yeah. They're sleeping. We're, we're on holidays. Yeah. And once you can say that, you're like, that's the reality. Yeah. Let's plan around that. It was so yeah. much better. Yeah. I remember you saying Right? That. Like it was just yeah. like, it makes a world of difference just to communicate. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what it boils down to, I think, for, for friendships. Yeah, but communicate and yeah, but honest, communi- honest, honest communication. realistic communication, right? Like you know, you know your boys, but down. you know your boys better than anybody else, right? Mm-hmm. So to to know that you're going to these sort of um, these sort of events or these sort of like family gatherings, mm-hmm. and to say that flat out, you know, I think you've done that in the past. Where mm-hmm. you've gone to to a family gathering in the past where yeah. you haven't been that honest, you haven't right. been that open yeah. and then it's led to some, some struggle or some conflict. Right. Yeah. And yeah. And it only takes, but then I just recognized that. Yeah. And then I was like, well, we want, we want to still do that, but we want to set it up so that it's better next time for everybody. Mm-hmm. And that just, you know, takes somebody mm-hmm. broaching this, the, the subject and having the conversation and I'm okay with doing, doing that. <clears throat> I'm okay with bringing things up. I'm not always receptive when something's brought to me. Of and I know that about yeah. myself. I mean, I think but everybody I'm, is. If you were if you I were guess. to shine the light on me, I would be the same way. I would get super defensive. A little bit like... Yeah. Itchy. Shoulders would go Launches up, for like, sure. Yeah. yeah. I think that's normal. That is normal, for sure. But it all depends on... And, yeah. and it depends on where it comes from if you're able to get past that, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's why in our situation, when we were in the car and we were having that conversation, we yeah. were able to... You know, there is circumstances. Clearly, we're in the car. What else are we going to do? Not talk for the next four hours or... (laughs) Right. But, you know, like we were able to know that like it's coming from a place of love. There's no judgment there. It's Mm -hmm. just an awareness and an understanding and just getting some perspective on something. Mm -hmm. I think what I'm taking from this is like we're talking about friendships, but ultimately it's working to family. Right. And if that's one thing that we can take away, it's like this is, that's the most important. Those yeah. are our, our most valued friendships yeah. are, are within our own family. And quality friendship. Quality, and I think now that, again, me being the, the youngest mm-hmm. of four at 43, mm-hmm. it's now that relationship, that friendship with our parents that I value mm-hmm. more than the, the parent-child. Yeah. Right? Because... Um, yeah, I was actually yeah. going to ask about that. And like... Um, I have a specific moment where I think the shift happened between mom and I, mm-hmm. from mother daughter to mother mother, mm-hmm. mm. which kind of like was set. They're a band, set, right? Mother okay. mother. <laughs> Are you and Mama band? <laughs> Maybe. Um, mother mother. 
like same playing field in terms of yep. like okay it's almost like she's like oh yeah okay you're I see us we're seeing eye to eye now and um I remember that very specifically and it was like it that set a new motion in terms of our relationship yeah and when was that do you want yeah it was um the kids were about um young like three and five Mm -hmm. I think about Mm -hmm. three and five and the mom and dad were in town visiting and um I'm not gonna say specifically what the whole like conversation was but Mm -hmm. uh, it was um around some parenting stuff and Mm -hmm. yeah it was just a moment that I specifically remember being like I felt like oh she's seeing me as a mom now Mm -hmm. and not as her daughter being a mom Mm-hmm. And it just felt like oh, yeah, okay. a, the playing field was leveled in a sense. Yeah. I don't know how to how to explain it. And from there, it was just like <clears throat> I'm pretty sure that I had to set a hard boundary, mm-hmm. and that was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And from there, it's just actually gotten progressively better mm-hmm. in terms. And I feel like I have a very meaningful relationship with our mom, mm-hmm. and I don't always see it as. My mom, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which I actually really like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. And I can't say that I ever thought that I would have that kind of a relationship with her specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know if I. I can't say that I share the same um, understanding. I don't know when that, like, where there was a specific shift. And I think I got the benefit of the doubt as being the youngest, being the, the last, <clears throat> um, child to have a child mm-hmm. themselves. Like, I think along those lines, mom and dad probably recognized that they'd. Um, missed out on some things mm. with some of their other grandkids. I see. Not okay. like, I think they, they treat um, my daughter any differently than they treat the rest of the kids. Um, I know that they're very fair in their dealings with all their kids and their grandkids. Right. Um, but I just feel like I never really, like, I think the judgment is consistent across the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if there's a lot of parents that don't judge their kids based on their parenting. Parenting. Yeah, I right? think so too. I think, I think there's a level. It's a spe- general. Yeah, yeah. It's a, there's a spectrum. I'm sure it goes on. Yeah. And I mean, you know, mom and I have had those conversations for sure. I've had those conversations with dad even, and it's yeah, totally. Um, but I can't. You can't make them change anything. Like they can change themselves if they want, and they're gaining that little bit more awareness. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I to to your last point was like you never thought you'd see a relationship. I did. I mean, I always, I always thought that like, even in my, my self-centered narcissistic, you know, late teens, early twenties, like I kind of always knew that they would be there. Oh yeah. I agree. I agree. I, I always thought there would be a relationship. I just mm-hmm. didn't think I would ever see, feel like she, our dynamic wasn't hers, the mom and me as a 12 oh, yeah. year old. Yeah. Like I didn't, I never, I always mm-hmm. felt like I was still like a kid yeah, and yeah I don't even feel like, when you were in even your, when i was an adult yeah. even as a, yeah, i was a, my i was a parent myself already yeah. and i and there were then mm. a shift happened and now finally i don't feel like a little girl mm-hmm. in her eyes yeah sure yeah i think is what i mean mm-hmm. yeah <clears throat> excuse me 
and maybe they will always just see us as these little kids because it kind of goes back to like what we said about you know seeing our close friends mm -hmm. as still 14 year olds or whatever age they are when we met them I think they're always going to see that part of us and that innocence and that's probably where you know they you, you can get stuck in what their ideals were for us mm -hmm. or their, for what they thought for us yeah, in for terms sure. of you know hopes and dreams and potential <laughs> and it's about us not like repeating that cycle with our own kids yeah that's <laughs> even though that's I mean, it yeah but and I think we've got that, a little bit that more. That could be a whole other topic. Oh, <laughs> that could be a whole I other mean, episode. Now we're into parenting as opposed yeah. to friendships. Oh my gosh! Which... Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's interesting that we've kind of morphed into the family topic. Not not surprising, but I kind of like the turn that that took. No, I don't think so either. Mm -hmm. I mean, when you think about where we're at, we're, we're both talking about. You're talking about your core six. I've got. Mm -hmm. I mean, I would say I've got three, maybe four. Um, mm -hmm. I can't, though I do count Tara, I can't really count Tara. But, um, yeah, and I, I think, like, when I think about it, I mean, when I'm thinking about who I want to to visit or have a conversation with mm -hmm. or see, mm -hmm. um, it's it's you, it's Alyssa, it's Quinn, it's the grandkids, it's my mom and dad, it's, I mean, mm -hmm. I would love to see my friends, but it's not always that easy. Like, no, that's true. I mean, for me specifically, they've all moved away, and when I think about the community that I live in, mm -hmm. I see people that are at work, and those are my acquaintances, and... Yep. Sure, we become friendly and we do friends mm -hmm. type stuff, but yeah. it's not the same, right? And that's right. okay. So when um, now I'm at this point where you know um, my daughter loves her cousins. You know mm -hmm. that. You oh, know yeah. that she's got this weird. It's not weird, but it's just <laughs> like she knows everyone's birthday. Yeah. She she could t tell you all the people's birthday in both the Buckage family and mm -hmm. my the other Tara's family. Mm -hmm their birthdays and mm -hmm. like she remembers specific times when they would hang out and what they did mm -hmm. and all the funny mm -hmm. things around it like when they oh, were yeah. doing beads and how <laughs> Finley was stealing all their and it's and she still talks about it. again it's only a month or so uh removed but no but she brings up things that have happened long ago too and it's, it's a, I mean she values that yes. she values the yeah. connection she has with her family and yeah. and her cousins especially even though there's a pretty there's a can be a significant a range of ages they still like they do connect I think and mm -hmm. I think that's very very sweet and that she's gotten that from like observing yeah. you guys right yeah. and more so Tara than me but definitely yeah well she sees it with you too because you're yeah. you know encouraging us still to get to get together as family and uh, and I know it's important to me to have a relationship with her too and all the nieces and nephews if I when I can she's you're just closest proximity so mm -hmm. I get to see her the most which is awesome <laughs> um <clears throat> but I think that's that's really important because you're also recognizing how she's forming friendships now too mm -hmm. yeah and I see that with my own kids too and how they're how they're they approach it very differently even my own sons like um I know that my observation is I can't say I know that but what I suspect is that I can see Ro is already shifted into that quality and mm. Finley's still at quantity mm -hmm. right sure and I know that's gonna shift because mm -hmm. I can speak from experience and most people can relate that mm -hmm. you, you don't keep your same core 50 friends from high school <laughs> what you, I know it's shocking right but they're they but I also can recognize that 
for them right now or for him right now with his like I'm hearing new names all the time mm-hmm. but they're my friend they're my friend mm-hmm. I don't discourage that no I don't course. say oh they're not gonna be friends in five years yeah, or no. you know they're halfway down grade nine like no <laughs> I'm like oh we'll see who sticks like I'm not gonna be like that yeah. I'm not gonna be like calling him out like yeah. don't you just meet acquaintance like I don't know what does it matter what does it matter yeah. it doesn't matter no if you want to call that person your friend, they're your friend. It's yeah. all good by me. Yeah. I'm not going to discourage it. I'm just happy that you're willing to meet people and, mm-hmm. and find out. Meet lots. Mm-hmm. See who see who sticks. Mm-hmm. But it's not it's not up to me to discourage one way or the other. So. No. Or to put labels on their friendships either. Because mm-hmm. I know that when we were like in high school, if you had a friend that was... Like for me, if I had a friend who was a boy, well, oh, is so your boyfriend? Mm-hmm. Do you like mm-hmm. him? And I know that, like, Ro, for example, has a good friend who's a girl. Or, or is it a romantic thing? I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Does it matter? Not mm-hmm. at all. We're hanging out together and yeah. texting. Yeah. But it's, I'm not even in... I, even when I said, talked to him, I'm like, oh, can I, can I meet her? And he wasn't like, yeah, but don't be weird about it. Because mm. <laughs> I was like, well... Because he knows I wouldn't be. Because I'm yeah. just going to treat her like I'm going to treat any of your friends. Yeah, so, for sure. Um, yeah, so, and I think that encouraging them to have all types of friends mm-hmm. is also really important so that they can keep their, keep your, your, like, right now for their age, keep your circle, like, expansive. Yeah. And then, like, like I said, see when you will start to have, make connections with people and you'll mm-hmm. have conversations that you'll be like, okay, they, they've got my back. Mm-hmm. Um, I can say, for example, and I'm not going to say names, but Finley, one of Finley's really good friends, in fact, they hung out together last night. Um, they've been friends for, since grade four, I think now, so five years. And I saw the shift in their friendship that they were going to stay friends for a long time. Mm. And it was when, um, like, uh, it was right around that same time, like, when the boy's dad and I separated. And I overheard them having a conversation on, they were gaming, like, they were, Mm -hmm. I could Mm -hmm. hear him as well. I could hear the friend as well. And... Finley was saying something about um, like he didn't like something or something felt like he was struggling with mm-hmm. it right as mm-hmm. normal and I'm glad that he had a friend that he was, could say that to and it was in his friend's response that I was like this kid's like in grade 5 mm-hmm. He's and I couldn't believe how immature he was because all he said to Finn was oh man that must really suck for you mm-hmm. I was like yeah. See, and it was like that moment where I knew because then Finn started to open up to him more, mm-hmm. and as soon as he started opening up to him, this friend more, I was like, okay, he knows that he can go to that friend, mm-hmm. and because that friend could relate because his parents divorced, yeah, too. So I knew there's I, that support, immediate so support, immediate support. It's the, it it mm-hmm. it does like there's a shift a shift there, mm-hmm. and although I don't see that friend all the time, mm-hmm. it's I I know they're they're always still around. Mm-hmm. I didn't know there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and like I said, they hung out last night and yeah. So it's, that's, as a mom seeing that, you're like, okay, good. Mm-hmm. Like you just know that they're going to make some close friends and why wouldn't they? Well, but, you're, <clears throat> you're, um, you're setting a good example as a single parent who has a group of friends and, and values those friendships because mm-hmm. I think what can happen sometimes in, you know, that's why I wonder why sometimes why Aisley is asking, you know, who's my best friend, you know, outside of oh, who, like she's asking yeah. you who yours right? is. So that okay. how, what do you, what are your relationships look like? Cause she doesn't yeah. always see those relationships. She knows that I'm, you know, I, I have very close friends, but they're far away. 
Right. Right. Like they're not close to us right. getting closer. But um, so it's sort of that like well, you're, that's you're modeling. Say, yeah. That's yeah. what she would say. Well, who's your best friend to golf with? Yeah. Or who's your best yeah. friend to yeah. something with? Right. So yeah. anyway, you were saying you were model. You would model. But you no, you model. Oh, I'm, you model relationships that are authentic and they're real. Whereas like, I think what we can do sometimes is, is get so focused on the, on the family, mm-hmm. like the immediate family, mm-hmm. you know, like mom, dad, brother, sisters, that they don't see the, the value in, in honest relationships outside that. And I think mm-hmm. you value that really well for your boys. And especially since your boys are so different, mm-hmm. like Rowan, no question. He is hundred percent quality and and Finley right now is probably quantity and yeah. and that's, well he's all about but, like how many likes can I get how many friends can I get hundred percent right but again so it's quantity what well, that comes back to what I thought was <clears> like <throat> when you were talking when you're bringing up this subject was I remember when I was in the golf industry specifically in BC I remember like trying to be that person for everybody and I remember specifically like in the golf industry you are you kind of like work hard for six or seven months and then mm-hmm. you don't. But there was always a time, the the four or five years that I was there, where there was a, a buying show where you'd get to see everybody. Yeah. You know, you'd get to see your old buddies that you went to school with. You'd get to see um, reps that you didn't see. And I would remember that the last day, I would constantly, like, just walk around saying goodbye to people. Okay. But nobody gives a shit. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I think about that now, and I was like, that was for... that. I don't know whose benefit that was for, because it didn't serve me anything. But I always mm-hmm. wanted to make sure that I was like top of somebody's mind so that sure. I was like, you know, and I, I don't know. I mean, back then I can think of it a couple of different ways, but mm. like that was something that was important. Whereas now I'd be like, I one, I don't even want to go to this thing. Yeah. Now you're like, no thanks. <laughs> but that's, I've been so far removed from it. But two, I don't like, I don't see value in like the same sort of thing. I mean, I enjoy the golf industry. I work, I love working in golf. I love playing mm-hmm. golf, mm-hmm. but I don't need the relationships that golf bring because those are the ones that don't serve me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's rare that I would find somebody that would share the same. There's probably lots of people that would share the same values or the same. Um, but I don't, I don't need to invest that time mm-hmm. because I do that already with, with the, the four or five small relationships yeah. or big relationships that I do have. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I, and I see where you're coming from in terms of like, how you would have been then about when even when you said wanted to be top of their top of their mind mm-hmm. it's like you also had a a like a a goal in mind right to whether to it was to develop business relationships mm-hmm. or to you know and being top of mind there's a little bit of manipulation there mm-hmm. right that you're just like yeah. oh yeah like and if you feel like you have to like schmooze people then you already are not doing it for the right reason. Mm-hmm. And so like, how can you form authentic relationships? When yeah. You're not coming, you're not coming to the gates authentically. Yeah. In the first place. But I think at the time you've been maybe subconsciously recognize that. And you're like, uh, well, at the time I probably, friends. no, I didn't. No, I you didn't just, at all? No, God, no. I recognize it now, but, mm-hmm. but um, then it was just like running around. Cause that's what I knew. Right. I always yeah. thought I was an extrovert. I always yeah. thought that that was where I got my power and energy from. When mm-hmm. I look at it now, it was like, that was draining. Oh, that was... I would find that very draining. That's, yeah. you know, again, I, when I dug very, you know, dug a little bit deeper into what the difference was between an extrovert and an introvert, I was mm-hmm. just like, well, maybe I am an introvert. Do you think you maybe, are? Um, 
I'm sort of like that other person we were talking about who's kind of an introvert extrovert. Yeah. I think everybody's on a spectrum of it. Mm-hmm. I know that when I when I think of what I am, it's like, um, or from what I read, and I might be very wrong on this, but it was like an extrovert gets power and influence from like other people, mm. and an introvert gets power and influence from myself. And okay. I what what I've kind of noticed with the activities that I enjoy mm-hmm. are kind of, um, they're kind of singular, right? Like mm. I I enjoy running mm-hmm. and I run by myself I don't yeah. run with a group no nope. I have before I don't really like it yeah <laughs> um I enjoy yoga yeah and I but the, that commitment has been very much what it gives for me internally and I know mm-hmm. that when I'm doing yoga with other people it mm-hmm. takes me outside of that mm-hmm. and it I start to focus on other things mm-hmm. and that's not good for my practice right I love to read but mm-hmm. when I read I can't have other people around me oh, like if Tara can read with well, Aisley's watching television. I don't know how. It's it's <laughs> mind-boggling to me. People that can do that. But I'm like, I need like <clears throat> silence, I need nothing around me, or else I'll just get distracted. Yeah. Right? So I know that when I'm like when I I mean I love to play golf, mm-hmm. but I almost like it more when I'm by myself. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. But yeah, I know I that that's not that. good because it's more fun playing with other people. I just do enjoy yeah. like early morning, no wind. Like yeah. sun just up, yes. Ripping nine holes, ripping nine holes or eighteen holes, yeah. and like then you don't have to worry about anybody I know. else. I know. You don't have to say good shot. Well, I'm like, wasn't a good I'm like, shot. less people is better, and that's I think why I like seeing my friends one on one. My friendships are one on one mostly for that reason. Mm-hmm. I literally have one friend, and she's like uh, invites me out, and I'll be like, who's gonna be there? <laughs> and then she'll like list off like five or six people, and she's like, so you're out, right? And I'm yeah. like, probably. <laughs> But have a wonderful time. Sometimes I will participate or I'll make a, you know, make yeah. an appearance. But yeah. I'm usually the first one gone. Yeah. Because I don't, I'm not trying to forge new friendships or meaningful friendships no. with these people. And I don't like being sur- surfacey. Mm-hmm. And small talk to me is just like, mm-hmm. for why? So we can do this again in six more months? Yeah. Like, I don't know. That's yeah. just me. Um, we got some people moving in the house now. <laughs> this is going to wrap up for us, so we're going to pause and then we're going to come right back, okay? Perfect. All right. Thanks. Okay, so we're we're back. We're just going to do a little wrap up. Just get right back into that, hey? Well, we we <laughs> get right back into it. We were, we were ending on... Well, we were just ending on... What were we saying? <laughs> Uh, introvert, extrovert. Oh yes, I was into extrovert. that. We were and into I that. think, and then how that how that shows up uh, in your relationships. Oh yes, mm-hmm. because you, yeah, because and then I yeah. went on to talk about mm-hmm. <laughs> it was literally two minutes ago. I know <laughs> we've already forgotten. We got a little sidetracked there. That's all right. Um, yeah, and how it does show up in our relationships. And I am definitely, I don't know if I'm an extroverted introvert because I know that when I'm out, I'm I'm good, but I mm-hmm. also know my limits, mm-hmm. and I know that. If I'm going to go do something and I'm feeling maybe some anxiety around it, or mm-hmm. then I will back out Unapo- unapologetically. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm, I'm not. not. And for those reasons, I'm out. I'm not. I will... You'll suffer? <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I will, actually. I will suffer because there are times when I'm like, I don't really feel like doing it, or I'll feel nervous about the being in that situation, but... Mm-hmm. 
like, again, getting back to sort of that awareness, I'm trying to, like, manage or be aware of, mm-hmm. like, two things. One are the thoughts that are in my head, and mm-hmm. two that are the emotions. Like, mm-hmm. the things that I'm actually feeling, because there's, I'm very... I'm very thought driven. Like I can go into my mind and I can think about all the things and try and like talk myself out of it, mm-hmm. but I don't pay as much attention to what's happening in my body. Okay. And that's what's really has been really important for me as of late is mm-hmm. to just kind of like, you know, I notice like when I start to sweat or if my ears get hot, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it always feels like my ears and my cheeks are like burning red. Even though I looked at myself and I'm like, no, you're fine. Even though it looks that, it feels that way to me, right? So that sort of those emotions and those thoughts around going into those situations. I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm always kind of feeling fairly um, nervous about the best of times, right? But I mean, except for like this. I mean... Well, I hope so. The pod itself is, is it's not nerve-wracking, but it's no. always nervous to do it. But to spend time and chat with you, it's, oh, it's no easy. big. Yeah. yeah, that's easy. That's easy peasy. Um, yeah, well, I know that, like, for me, for my wrap-up in terms of, like, quantity over, or quality over quantity in terms of friendships, I mean, I'm 100% quality, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, I've had to dissolve friendships for lack of quality. Mm-hmm. And that is something that... I was going to say, I feel more comfortable doing in my 40s. Like, I'm just, like, dropping people left right. It's not, that's not the case. <laughs> it's like, you're out. You're fired. No, it's not like that. It's, it's just, like, I know that I'm, if there's, and it's not that there can't be conflict. That's not what I'm saying. Like, I've definitely had situations with, with tr- cl- close, meaningful friendships where we've had to have conversations, and that's not, maybe not super comfortable. Mm. Or, and having those difficult conversations isn't easy, but if you already have the value of the friendship determined and you're like, no, this is, this means more to me to fix this than to let it go. Mm-hmm. But I have definitely had some that I'm like, mm-hmm. it's either been a direct conversation where it's like this, we, I, we can't be in each other's lives anymore. Mm-hmm. This energy is not working for mm-hmm. me. And, um, or it's, there's been a phase out, mm-hmm. you know, that's kind of happens gradually. I think that just happens over time. And, um, you just get to a point where you're like, you don't stress out about it anymore, mm-hmm. you know? Well, you recognize, I mean, it's about going back to what's important, right? And yeah. I mean, it's just like, that's, um, you know, if you can have, if you're, if everybody's willing to have those conversations and be able mm-hmm. to be like, ah, this isn't working. I've never had that conversation, but I have been places mm-hmm. where it's like, not necessarily move away, but mm-hmm. <laughs> people move and people like, you know, a lot of my relationships were work relationships mm-hmm. works. You go on to work in different places. Yep. I was thinking about this the other day is like, mm-hmm. you know, um, I haven't spoken to this person in a very long time. I don't think they, they probably might see my name or might see something and go, I haven't spoken to that person and not, it doesn't bother me. And it doesn't bother them. Nobody ends up picking up the phone. Yeah. It's like, it's and then like, neither of them care. And it's not like it was a super close or anything like yeah. that. It's just like, it's it like just phases an, out. And yeah. you go and it's away. like an understanding. Yeah. You know, you're just like... Yeah. I would worse. hope that other person is on that, not on that other line going, I wonder where he is. Yeah. Why doesn't he call me? Like, if that were that, the case, they would be picking up the phone. Well, you'd hope. That's the way I would see it. Well, then there's also like, do you ever run into, like, if you run into people, like, oh, we should get together sometime. Oh, in my mind, God. I'm like, that is never going to happen. In my mind, I'm like, no, why are we like... I feel like that hasn't happened to me. I can't even tell you the last time that happened. Well, but I feel like I'm at a place now. If somebody said that, I'd be like, or maybe we'll just run into each other another time. Mm-hmm. I'd be totally fine with that being my answer. Because it's like, let's call it, 
let's not bullshit each yeah. other here, please. Yeah. Because that's annoying. I don't know. Well, you, get, you don't get that as much probably in the city as I do in a rural community. Right. Um, you know, and it's, I, I don't like it. Oh. But I always respond, yeah, yeah, that'd be great. It's just like, but there are some people that it's, it would really be great. And there's other people that it wouldn't. And sometimes yeah. it works, sometimes it doesn't. And it's just yeah. like, yeah. Um, but it's like, you and I are very much action people, mm-hmm. right? We need concrete plans, plans yeah, right? So it's like, totally. or why wouldn't you say to them, okay, you're, you're free right now? Yeah, well, right. Okay, what, yeah. how about, what's your, let's go through our schedule right now. Right. When do you have time? If you would like to yeah. sit and chat, what do you want to do? Yeah. Like, I mean, it's the pageantry yeah. about like, and again, I get a lot with um, and yeah. the relationships, like the, mm-hmm. the husband, wife, the couples mm-hmm. getting together, right? Mm-hmm. And Tara and I just, we don't, we just kind of mm-hmm. keep to ourselves. Yeah. Well, even talking about like making plans, I'm like that across the board. I'm mm. like that with my siblings. I'm like that with people I date. I'm like that with my yes. good, good friends. And that is why I have very, I have like concrete plans with people. I have like standing order plans. Because mm. that to me is like, I, I mean, I love consistency. Mm. Who doesn't? But I'm, I'm a creature of habit for it. Like uh, my very good friend Janice and I, Saturday, every Saturday, mm. we have a chatter day. Mm. We talk on the phone on Saturdays. Mm. It's been like that for like 25 years, mm-hmm. literally, because we, I think we moved away from one another at about 20 years, 22 years ago or so now. Mm-hmm. We talk on Saturdays mm-hmm. on the phone. And if we can't, we still get in touch. Oh, no, I'm, I've got something today, yeah. whatever. And then we just shift it to the next day. Mm-hmm. If we're out of town, which happens, okay, well, next week, we'll catch up next week. Mm-hmm. But there's always the connection to know if it's happening this morning, like coffee, mm-hmm. or like, no, can't today, or... So uh, that's, and I look forward to it, but I also know it's there. It's like mm-hmm. a comfort thing for me. Mm-hmm. So I've got that. And then more recently, another friend of mine, she and I, it's our Thursday night ritual. We get together, we watch the, um, the Sex and the City spinoff and, mm. and just like that. Mm-hmm. And just like that. And we make pizzas at her house. Because nice. we've been doing that as consistently as possible, mm-hmm. um, barring a few kind of things. But we've had to like, double up the next week because mm-hmm. we couldn't get to it but mm-hmm. so then I look forward to that so I've got this plan and it's just like taking a class yep. yeah I've got that on Tuesday yep. I've got this on Thursday and yep. I've got this Saturday morning so like or work or oh yeah that too <laughs> but it's like, like it's not work it's but, not it's like, work, but, but it's like but it's like it's a schedule it's yeah. a routine schedule yeah I love it's routines habit. absolutely I love routines well it's the only way to feel like some sort of consistency in your yeah. life with routine yeah. and habit and doing the same thing like it doesn't need to be strict to the second every single day no but yeah but i have um anxious attachment style so i mm-hmm. that's something that i you've mentioned uh, i know i talk about it all the time <laughs> it's my buzzword right now <laughs> it's my it is yes and yeah. but it, i do know that and i know that when i like for in the context of dating mm-hmm. if i if we, if there aren't plans, that doesn't have to be the next day. It mm-hmm. doesn't even have to be an hour, like an hour. It doesn't have to be a week from Yikes. now. But honestly, if it's like, if there's no plan at all, yeah. I yeah. don't know what to do with For myself. Sure. I'm like, so then are we like, are we not yeah. making plans or yeah. are we like, I, what? Yeah. It just, it's like a gray zone that I, I'm great with black and white. Tell me where yeah. I need to be and what day and what time. Yeah. Uh, I am 
it's confusing mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, and I still even like, I need to know where we stand. No, I just don't need to know that we have plans. Yeah. yeah. No, you don't have to tell me that we're getting married X, Y, or Z. <laughs> no. It's just like, no, you're no. right. But it's like, that's what I'm recognizing as well for myself is like, just some clarity, like some mm-hmm. understanding. It's, it will help my, my own mental state you know my emotional state mm-hmm. i won't spin out of control totally. i feel like if i'm that's why if you open yourself to all these relationships you're not you're all these friendships you're not going to know mm-hmm. x y or z you can't know where they're all coming from at one same time so you just kind of like pick and choose what you want yeah and feel very comfortable with um with the ones that you have yeah and you have some, and give, yeah. you know, like, you Which know, you with that, your friend, yeah. Saturdays, there it is. And if it's not, I don't have that with any one of my friends, mm-hmm. but I know that if I'm going to send them a text to be like, Hey, you got time? Let's chat. Mm-hmm. Let's watch the, you know, let's air quotes, watch the hockey game and have a beer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, cause we live in different time zones or we live in different provinces or whatever that looks like. Yeah. Then it's the hockey game's on it's on mute and we're chatting about what's going on and and that's that's there and that's okay. um that's comfortable that's it is reliable it is reliable that's yeah. a good word all right Rhett, we're gonna wrap it up thanks, thanks for being a friend thank you for being a friend living <laughs> in your betty white <laughs> hey it seemed appropriate with the meme today so. it is anyway yeah. i really appreciate you coming out and contributing to the pod today thanks Ray. it's always a pleasure yeah love you come again Love you too. Okay. And until next episode, keep moving forward with your heart and your eyes wide open.